Welcome to the Tough Mothers podcast, where we talk about motherhood, all of it, but especially the science of motherhood, so you can learn how to be the happiest mother you know. Hello, thanks for tuning into the Tough Mothers podcast. I'm Dr. Jennifer Hacker-Pearson. I'm a mum, a PhD qualified neuroscientist, a psychotherapist, and a meditation teacher, and I'm on a mission. I want to help all women get the most out of motherhood and I want to help you be the happiest mother you know and by that I mean really truly happy. How? By lifting the lid on motherhood and teaching you evidence-based scientific tools you can incorporate into your life. It's really important to me that every mother can access this knowledge and information which is why my podcasts are free. If you would like to support me you can subscribe to my youtube channel Dr Jen Tough Mothers and please tell all your friends and family about the Tough Mothers podcast. Welcome. Today I want to talk to you about the importance of mental space in motherhood. If you heard my podcast episode 24 which is the first one of the year you may remember that my kids were home from school for an extended period over the Christmas break and during that time I realized that when I don't have enough mental space my whole life gets tainted by this um, heavy displeasure. It's not unhappiness as such, it's displeasure. When we're in situations like we all have been during this pandemic with you know children around and all the lockdowns and homeschooling and not being able to get out as much as we would like, our mental space slowly shrinks. We don't even realize it. It's the rate, a rate at which it's so slow that it's not until we get to the point of displeasure or full-blown unhappiness that we realize and we ask ourselves, what, what's happened? So let me go back. Let me go back a little bit. What do I mean by mental space? Your mental space is the space between a stimulus and your response. It's the space that offers, offers us um, consciousness and clarity to make a decision on how we respond to the stimulus that has come, which consequently, consequently allows us to determine how we feel. So let me explain. When you look at how we react to a certain stimulus, say the kids are shouting your name for the umpteenth time, like it's been happening with me, <laughs> there is a very brief moment, a space, whether you're aware of it or not, where you choose your reaction. As mothers, we're extremely busy anyway, but in times of heightened stress, when we feel we're stretched beyond our comfortable capability, like extended time with our children and the groundhog day of motherhood life, there are, there's not much time to recognize the stimulus and, and even less time to choose our response. We're in a knee-jerk reaction, a knee-jerk mode. It's like a game of whack-a-mole, you know, the arcade game where moles pop up with holes and there's kind of this dashboard and you're given this hammer and you have to hit them to score points. That's motherhood. It is busy, it is fast, it is hectic, and like the game, it's loud. So if you think about the mole as a stimulus and you whacking it as a response, you can see there is a tiny space between when the mole pops up and when you register where it is and that you should hit it. Now think of the mole as another stimulus in your life. Say your child calling your name again or a water tap bursting or an unkind tone from a colleague or a loved one. You now 
have only the time available within your mental space to choose your response. The longer your mental space, the more deliberately and purposefully you can choose your response. The problem is <laughs> motherhood trains our brain and mind to have a short mental space. Motherhood is a game of whack-a-mole, remember? Our reactions are generally knee-jerk reactions, which are driven by past experiences, feelings or emotions, and, and things that provide the, the least resistance. And so often we end up reacting to a situation in a way we don't actually want to, which makes us feel really bad. And that's because we don't have the mental space to choose our reaction. But we can train our brain to elongate our mental space. Our reaction to a certain stimulus will um, determine how we feel and how we view life. And it's not just our reactions to big things. It comes right down to the tiniest things like, for instance, food. This is from personal experience. <laughs> when we're in knee-jerk mode, actually, do you know what I mean by knee-jerk? Similar to the whack-a-mole analogy, knee-jerk refers to the reaction we have in our leg when the patella tendon is tapped. You know when a doctor checks your reflexes, you cross one leg over the other and they tap just below your knee and your, your leg kind of jerks up. People watching YouTube can see me crazily moving my arm, but um, you know what I mean if you're listening. That's the knee-jerk reaction I'm referring to. The tapping of the patella tendon is your stimulus and your leg moving up is the response. So, as I was saying, our reaction to a certain stimulus will determine how we feel and how we view life. And a stimulus can even be the tiniest thing, like food. When our mental space is short, we will grab any food available when our brain gives us the signal that we're getting hungry. When we have a longer mental space, we can recognize the signal in advance that we're hungry so we can plan and prepare what we're going to eat. The other thing that happens when um, we're knee-jerking or whacking all those moles, it's exhausting. So even if we have the thought that we should prepare something more nutritious for ourselves, we might not have the energy to do it. Mental space is short and we're tired. I'm talking about myself here. This was me the past eight weeks. So I can tell you, I can tell you this, the convenience food and the lack of mental space makes us feel terrible. So what I'd like you to know is everything is a stimulus, whether it's from an internal source or an external one but especially internal and especially our thoughts. Our thoughts have the ability to set into motion a chain reaction of chemicals in our brain that make us feel a certain way. So we need to make sure we have the mental space to choose a deliberate and purposeful reaction so that we can feel good. So to be happy in motherhood, however happy looks for you, we're all different, we have to train our brain and mind to elongate our mental space. As you now know, the bigger our mental space between a stimulus and our response, the more ability there is for us to choose our response. That is, we can consciously make a very deliberate choice of what our reaction will be. When we respond in a desirable way and it matches with our view of what we need to do and who we need to be um, to be a happy mother, we feel happy energized, motivated, relaxed, etc. The chemicals in our brain make us feel happy. So how do you create more mental space? It's actually really simple. 
It's kind of like stretching a rubber band. If you can imagine the rubber band loses its elasticity over time, but like training our brain to learn something new, say like how to surf, we need to learn how to train our brain to create more mental space. And this is the core focus of our Tough Mothers courses, because I want you to be the happiest mother you know. And if you'd like to know more, please go to toughmothers.com forward slash courses. But I want you to start feeling happy and creating more mental space now. So here are three things that you can do today to start without even leaving the house. And I wrote this because I wasn't leaving the house. So here you go. Okay, number one, deliberately and consciously focus on chores you're doing. I know this sounds a bit crazy and it can be hard because, well, nobody likes chores, really. And you probably have kids around and they're probably bickering, but this is a great starting point to elongating your mental space. Deliberately and consciously wash the dishes. Deliberately and consciously fold the washing. Deliberately and consciously cook or clean. I recently closed the door when I, <coughs> excuse me, when I was putting fresh linen on my bed. Of course, only do this if your kids are safe and you know that being away from them for a couple of minutes is not going to harm them. So while I was putting the fresh linen on my bed, I, I heard the kids bickering, I don't know, about something and I closed the door to my bedroom. I knew that they were safe. They're a bit older now and I could still hear them, but now it was muffled and it made all the difference. And now had the space to put the linen on deliberately and consciously, which brought me back to myself and out of whack-a-mole mode. It sounds like such a small and insignificant thing, but honestly, the effect was huge. Number two, step outside into the fresh air, be it your deck, veranda, front door, balcony, or even to a window. Take three deep belly breaths there. Feel the air going into your nostrils and deep into your belly, then exhale it fully through your mouth. This is known as diaphragmatic breathing, and I can't even say it, but you must do it. It encourages full oxygen exchange, which is the beneficial trade of incoming oxygen for outgoing carbon dioxide. And not surprisingly, this type of breathing slows your heart rate and can lower or stabilize your blood pressure. It also lowers stress. It's been scientifically proven. And, and anxiety and makes you feel calmer by triggering body relaxation responses. It slows everything down for a little bit and being in the present moment, even just for a little while, will help elongate your mental space. Not to mention, it will really benefit your physical and mental health too. And number three, take five minutes to meditate. Now don't start on me with the I can't meditate or meditation isn't for me, um, that kind of stuff. It's not true. My personal favorite is I don't have time. And that's not true either. <laughs> you have five minutes. Turn off the TV, turn off your phone. You will find five minutes. A better question is, do you want to feel better and have more mental space? If yes, you will see that meditation is for everyone and you will find five minutes. A regular, very quick meditation practice will benefit you mentally and physically. Here are just some examples of what you can expect. and. These are scientifically proven results. You know how much I love science. Decreased levels of stress and anxiety. I'm just reading these from down here. Um, reduced cortisol, which is the body's main stress hormone. Increased clarity in thinking and perception. Increased attention, awareness and focus. Increased immune function and an experience of feeling calm, internally still 
and connected improved sleep, which is one of my favorites, improved brain function and memory, a greater sense of clarity and productivity and feeling kinder and more compassionate. Of course, it reduces feelings of depression and also feelings of loneliness and leads to better decision making. <laughs> Why? Because more mental space. So please give meditation a go and, and see the impact for yourself. I created a free, yes, a free um, meditation. It's free because I, I really want you to use this. I created it for myself initially, but now I'm, I'm giving it to you because I want you to start meditating. It's five minutes and you can find five minutes. It's called the morning mama meditation and you can find it at toughmothers.com forward slash meditations. I'll also put the link um, to that meditation in the notes below and in the show notes, but please give it a try and see it for yourself. I cannot stress the importance of creating more mental space for yourself. If we just bob around through life in our automatic motherhood mode of knee jerk um, whack-a-mole, our mental space will diminish more and more, leaving us feeling unhappy, overwhelmed, stressed, unfulfilled and even worthless. But if we work on training our brain to create more mental space, we have the ability to choose our response to every stimulus, which allows us to deliberately choose our happiness, fulfillment, worthiness, peace, and of course, freedom. I'm Jennifer Hacker Pearson. Thank you for listening to the Tough Mothers podcast. I hope you're able to take away some actionable tools today that help you thrive in motherhood and become the happiest mother you know. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. And please also consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Dr. Jen Tough Mothers. This way I can keep bringing you science-based knowledge and tools like in this episode at no cost to you. I'll see you next time.